Welcome back. Welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, episode 59. And I want to shout out to all my listeners around the world, of course, but especially in the Ukraine. Y'all been showing me mad love. So shout out to y'all in the Ukraine. For real. And, you know, they speak good English over there. I did not know that. I did not know that. I'm ignorant, so there's a lot that I don't know, obviously. (laughs) But shout out to everybody that's tuned in right now. I don't care where you're at, how you're listening, how you're watching. The fact that you found a way to make it happen so that we can share this moment together is Not only a miracle in itself, but it's just so powerful. So thank you. I love you. And without you, this podcast would not even exist. It truly wouldn't. And you already know who's in attendance. Pal Pullen, he upset up the lights and one camera today. He's learning. So he's in his favorite spot right now. He's sleeping, doing his thing. He said, I wanted to vibe to episode 59. So I said, pal, pull up. And again, shout out to you, wherever you're at in the world, for pulling up. Pull up, bonnet key. Pull up, bonnet key. <laughs> Life. This thing is beautiful, isn't it? We watch it unfold every single day when we wake up. We really do, whether we're partaking in it or if we're just sitting idle. We're watching time go by. Whether we are are aware of it or not. Sometimes we can get stuck in one spot, right? We can get stuck in one spot and still feel like we're traveling and it's really time traveling because yeah we're just sitting there but we're thinking about all these different options and scenarios and different situations that we can find ourselves in and we start playing those out in our head just in case that situation ever arises And then sometimes we wonder if we're crazy because we do that or if that is actually us constructing our own future. Parallel universes, if you will.
Because these thoughts that we experience, they, they come and go. These spirits, they come and go. So your soul, your energy, who's in charge of that and who are you letting your soul engage with? Because in this life, this life is all about competition. And sometimes the people you give your most energy to are the ones who really want to take you out. And you have to understand that there is an opposition within all of us that we are competing with every single day especially when we step into a virgin experience a new experience doubt fear anxiety worry and shame those are the five fingers of death when it comes to self-destruction in mankind and then just nature period as much as we know how to create we also know how to destroy and Every day when we wake up, we are trying to kill off the demons that haunt us. And how we demonstrate it in this world is different. We all have different ways of carrying out our demonstrations. We exercise our demons. We give them order through competition. This is only here. We only experience these five fingers of death. So we can maintain balance. So we can appreciate what we have. We can appreciate where we're at in life. We can appreciate ourselves. Most of the time when we feel worried or angry or We're in a fearful state. It's because we don't want to let ourselves down. We all hold ourselves, whether we want to admit it or not, we all hold ourselves on a high pedestal. 
We all want the best for ourselves naturally. We all want to thrive. We all want to be able to bring others peace and create peace for ourselves. But y'all know what I'm about to say. There's no peace without struggle. But we don't have to look at it as struggle. Because it's all a part of the process. To be a winner, it's a process. You have to be able to learn. You have to be able to teach. You have to be able to demonstrate. You have to be able to deliver. And you got to win. As long as our heart's beating, we're winning. As long as we're breathing, we're winning. Even if you're in a coma, do you know how often people look to people in comas as an inspiration? Or they look at people with disabilities as an inspiration? As if, oh, well, it could be worse. I could be in a wheelchair. I could have a, I could have one arm. I could have no hands. Is that fair? I feel like it shouldn't matter where you draw your inspiration from. As long as your intent is how you intend it to be. So if you focus on winning, those are going to be your motivations. Why? Because it's not a good feeling when you lose. When you lose, you experience shame. You start to develop anxiety. You fear losing again. So on and so forth. One of the lowest vibrations we can experience is shame. That's probably why back in the days, you know, when they had like gladiators fighting lions and shit. Or when they had, you know, in Rome and they had the Colosseum and they had people fighting to the death. It's probably no point in losing if you lost, you know, you just hurt his eye. You brought shame to your family. Different times growing up, but it was respected. It was respected. It was a way of life. And the athletes knew what they were signing up for.
as a living, breathing, conscious being in this world, you are competition. I mean, let's face it. Yes, we all want peace, but can I really say that you care about the next man? Like, would you invite a stranger into your home? I'm going to come clean. I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to let somebody I don't know in my home and stay the night. I'd be hard-pressed. Y'all might be better than I am. Shit, y'all might be like, oh, come on in, brother. I don't know. I don't know. But it's funny. Because in this life, (laughs) there's always something that judges the winner and the loser. And we know how we feel and we judge how we feel all the time. We judge how we feel based on the thoughts we think. We judge how we feel after after an action we've done. Like, should I have eaten a whole box of Oreos today? We start to judge every little thing. that we start to fear ourselves. And we feel ashamed when we do certain things. Even though it brings us joy, it brings us pleasure. But to the world, it may not be accepted. So then... You're competing, you have your little world competing against many different worlds, like a multitude of of worlds. Why? Why go to war with that many worlds? Instead of aligning with those worlds, getting on one accord with those worlds, having a foundation with those worlds. Like dictators back in the day. What I'm saying is, like dictators like Napoleon and Genghis Khan and Hitler, they all had the audacity, the goal to say, My way of living is the right way. And if you don't like it, we will destroy you. We will take your land. Take your money. Take your jobs. Take your women. Take it all. 
And we gonna set up our shit right here Whether you like it or not That's crazy right But As a conqueror You know other what you know uh, no other way. You are there to do one job, and that is to win every single battle that you're in. When you're trying to seize this land, to grow your empire, you're taking out all the competition. But it's funny how we create our own competition. We we feed off what we already have achieved. Like when you're when you're winning, right? You're you're experiencing success. But you want to keep chasing that. You want to keep having that success, sustaining that success because you love what comes with it. You love how it makes you feel. At the same time, you love that feeling because you've experienced how it feels to take loss after loss after loss after loss. I remember when I was a kid, I was determined to beat my dad in basketball. And he would never let me win. Not on no easy shit, not nothing, not nothing, not in nothing. Not in video games. Not in racing. Nothing, anything competitive. Nothing. Nothing. And he would talk shit the whole time. The whole time. (laughs) The whole time. To the point where I'm in tears. But still trying to play. (laughs) This man got me having tears roll down my eye. But I'm just determined to beat this man. Determined. And... That's why I beat his ass in Madden now every time he play. And I don't show him no remorse at all. At all. Every time we play, anything we do, I try to slaughter him. And I'm talking my shit too. Because that's how he would do me. But <laughs> he had me out there practicing just to beat him. I was watching and one mixtapes. Trying to, you know, get my game up, get my handles up, get my shot up, trying so I could break his ankles out there in the court. I was out there running hills and shit, trying to get faster, <laughs> trying to beat this man in the race. Because I swear he was the fastest man in the world to me. So I was like, you know what? I ain't having that. I was trying to race the fastest kids in school just to try to see how fast I was. All just to beat that man. <laughs> Competition 
it's crazy how we just naturally want to get better. We just naturally want to progress. I practiced and practiced and practiced, and I got so good to where he could never beat me again. And if he did, because the cop may have caught me on off there, I was maybe maybe I was feeling good. Maybe it was maybe it was Father's Day or something. You know, let him experience how what is it like to be a winner as a gift. Winning is a gift. Losing's easy. Losing's just having a lack of effort. Not probably planning. But losing is <laughs> we need to lose. It teaches us a lot. It's very foundational. But it's only a teaching tool when we actually take the time to observe where we went wrong. What should we have done that we didn't do? How can we prevent this from happening again? Everything's reversible. Like when I started beating my dad and stuff, maybe it was like twice, two out of ten times. Those two times, worth it. It's always worth it to taste victory sometimes. That's why law of attraction is real. If the universe can trust you to carry out your duties that you were here to do with the right energy, the right intent, to bring in the results that you want to see, that creates abundance for not only yourself but the people around you so that you can actually help <sighs> you could perform miracles you could perform miracles imagine how much faith you would build in yourself. Imagine how much faith you will build in yourself. Just a little effort. Working a little harder. Just being a little more driven. Just because you want the best for yourself. We're in heaven right now. And every time we go through fear, experience fear, experience shame, experience doubt, experience anxiety, that's hell. That's hell right there. That's hell right there. 
What happens when you start feeling those emotions? Your whole body starts getting hot, getting sweaty. You start moving a little faster. You're not thinking straight. You're really in fight or flight mode right there. And a lot of us live life like that. And it's understandable. But if you set the intent that you are going to achieve whatever you want to achieve in this life. And you put at least 30% of your time into it. Watch the results you're going to get back. They'll be positive. We see winning as gaining. Losses we view as, obviously, losing. So it's in a negative light. When you win and you win the plus, when you're losing, you win the negative. But it's funny, though, because a loss can be your biggest gain. Because once you figure out how you lost, you can come up with the perfect solution to not only win, but to set yourself up for future generations to come. I'm not going to cap, though. When I played football, I wasn't ever scared, wasn't ever in fear. I loved going out there just to, I always felt like it was like poetry. Like, especially the running back position, I thought it was always a graceful position. Because not only is it physical, but you can really contort your body in some beautiful ways to make defenders miss and still use your brute strength just to impose your will so you can do it beautifully or you can do it with force and the way this life set up we experience both because when these feelings hit us they hit us with force powerful But we're still able to move with grace if we so choose. So when I was out there juking, mm, 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 running past people, I felt beautiful. I felt like, wow, this is really peaceful. But it was not peaceful when you're losing yards 
Are you fumbling? Or, you know? But it makes you mentally tough. It makes you say, am I going to quit? Am I just going to stop now? Because I'm tired of losing at this? Or I don't want to experience this feeling again? Or do you love what you're doing that much that no whatever losses that whatever losses come your way you're just gonna say fuck all that and you're gonna will yourself will yourself to win when it comes to competition and You need strategy. You need practice. Because you have to keep applying what you know. So you don't slip up. So you don't experience rust. And when you rest. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Just because you know that you put in the work for those wins to come in. You don't have to worry about losing. Because you already know what's good. And the universe knows what's good. You're trusting yourself. So you're putting out those vibrations. So your surroundings, your couch knows that you're trusting yourself. Your food knows that you trust yourself. So naturally the world's going to know that, man, he really has faith in himself. He is winning at life. Because he's attracting or she's attracting everything she wants or everything he wants. We see competition all the time, especially on social media. People competing for likes. Competing for clout. Competing for laughs. People die over social media. Nobody wants to get embarrassed on Instagram or Twitter, especially if you're a celebrity. Because at that point, your whole life is linked to that account so if your account goes missing then people think oh man he washed out that's why the cancel culture in 2020 or amongst these millennials I don't know I don't know I just hear a lot about the cancel culture but that's why the cancel culture is so prominent Because they're literally making or breaking careers. Be that as it may. 
It's up to your interpretation. That's why it's beautiful watching Dave Chappelle navigate through all this. Because he's like untouchable. He said the raw shit on his show that I will not name until Comedy Central cuts him a check. Like you can't cancel a man. You can't cancel the truth. You can't cancel authenticity. You can't cancel somebody being real. And that's just real. Because they're staying true to themselves. They're winning. Now, if a loser was doing the same thing and perpetrating, then of course they're going to get washed out. They try to do it to high school athletes all the time. If they have a has, if a high school athlete has a buzz in the city and they come to the rival gym and underperform, the whole stadium going to be chanting, overrated, overrated. Trying to bring shame to that man's name or that woman's name and try to break his or her game. They want to watch you self-destruct in front of the world. That's the way this society is set up, especially in the, in the United States. They want you to self-destruct. So knowing that, there's also a system in place that wants you to elevate and be who you are. Be that God or goddess that you were sent here to be by God. There is no wonder or reason why we're all breathing the same air. Living on the same planet. The whole world got COVID, damn it. (laughs) We all shut down. That's wild to me. That's wild to me. So all of our energies are we in this shit. So the more that we stop competing with each other and start helping with each other. We could really build something special. And that's what we're doing here with the What Is Life podcast. That's why I'm so thankful for y'all to, that y'all keep coming back and listening and vibing with us. It's beautiful what we're building. Friendly competition is where it's at, though. That's the type of person I am. I'm a friendly competitor. I like when people talk shit to me. 
That's what I always loved in football. I didn't really talk shit on the field. I just tried to embarrass the dudes so bad to where they start talking shit. Because when people start talking shit, to me, that's when I get them out of their game. They start trying to go too hard. Try to be too extra. And that's when you just take the high road and be graceful. And also, with friendly competition, you're really able to build strong bonds. Because you're able to tell them, tell your friend how they lost and what they could do to get better. And your friend will show you ways to where they could have gotten you but they just couldn't exploit it enough. Because they caught on at the end. So they're able to tell their friend that. And then the next time, you know, maybe you get that win. But that's why friendly competition is so dope. Because win or lose, you both are gaining knowledge both are gaining information about each other and then that translate into whatever job relationship or sport that you're playing or participating in and then life is daily because we're always competing with ourselves If we want to be better than we were yesterday, of course. Some of us try to keep that same energy that we had yesterday. Is it it okay to be the same as you were yesterday? Can we pick and choose when we want to get better at something? Like, if you're already living your best life, aren't you naturally going to attract better things? Do you have to keep searching for it, searching for ways to get better? Or will will you let it come to you? And in relationships, whether it's a marriage... Or if you got a girlfriend, or if you got a boyfriend. The competition in that relationship truly is who is right. The man always wants to be right, the woman always wants to be right. And (laughs) I don't know why. And even when, when one, when one, Succeeds and says, you know what? You got it. You're right. The other person is still going to go on about why they was right. Why is that? I don't know. (laughs) It's like they got to confirm why they were right. Even though you just admitted that you was right. (laughs) 
that validation. It's just funny, though. I guess being right, what does it do? Signify power? I don't know. I don't fucking know. That's why we have this conversation, this discussion. But I know all my girlfriends that I've had hate it when I was right. Hated it. <laughs> oh, man. And then also, you know, when people try to tell me about myself, like I don't know myself, or they try to throw things in my face that I did in the past as if I'm going to be in shame, like I'm going to be ashamed about my actions. I'm like, yo, I know who I am. And I fully accept who I am. And I'm not ashamed of what I did or what I said. And if I felt bad about any of my actions, of course I made it known to whoever did wrong or said wrong things too. Because that's only fair. It's only fair. Accepting when you're wrong is accepting that you lost. And it's okay to lose sometimes. But when you get into that losing state, when you feel like a loser, that starts to make a person feel depressed. That starts to make a person feel like they're less worthy because they can't attract somebody who thinks that they are winning or they cannot attract a winning opportunity. Men and women want to mate. They want a companion or they want a companion that they can spend the rest of their life with. And there's a lot of competition out there because somebody wants your man and somebody wants your girl until y'all find each other. Then the competition is how long can y'all make it last? Is it true? Is it real? But the biggest competition truly is living with yourself, living with your actions, living with your thoughts. Can you do that? Can you live this life long enough to See yourself go, see yourself perish, however your soul agreed to die in this world. Or will you, or will you self-destruct? We're all going to self-destruct someday. But when are you going to choose? 
You're going to let it happen naturally or are you going to do it to yourself? Choices. These are choices that we live with. So make the choices that are going to help you win in life. That's all the time that we have here for the What Is Life podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for stopping by. It's been a great conversation about competition. It's in our nature. We can't sit back like it's not real. It's real. The losses are going to come. But that just makes the wins and victories in life that much sweeter. So keep on winning. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a winner. Trust me, you are. Why? Because that means you're finding ways to win. Because I'm always trying to find ways to win. Fuck all that losing shit. (laughs) That is all the time that we have for the What Is Life podcast. Again, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast what it is truly. If you haven't gotten the book, if you have not purchased the book, A Love So Blind yet, if you have purchased the book, A Love So Blind, you're awesome. Thank you. You're super dope. If you haven't, (laughs) you're awesome and super dope because you're still making me say this. So thank you. I love you all and stay tuned for episode 60.